for so long. I had been wanting to make a difference. And in a way, making a difference became like an idol for me. If I didn't make a difference, then I wasn't worth anything. Each of us can make a difference, but that's not what our worth is based upon. I'm Andy Dixon, and this is Down to Earth Conversations, where we hear from ordinary people who are helping to bring a bit of heaven down to earth. Welcome to another episode of Down to Earth Conversations. Thanks for joining me once again to hear more of these conversations with awesomely ordinary people who are making a difference in the world. I had a couple of bits of feedback over the last week, and I just want to say up front that I love it so much when I get feedback from you guys about the podcast. It can feel a bit one way at times, uh, producing stuff, putting it out there for consumption. So it does really make my day to hear back from you when you are connecting with some of the things that my guests are saying and doing. If you don't already, you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram uh, at downtoearth.conversations on both of those, uh, or you can find me through my website at downtoearthconversations.com. Today I'm excited to bring you my all with Alana Chapman, who along with her husband Pete created the wine label 27 Seconds. This is an awesome story of business and justice colliding and becoming something really unique. We hear from Alana about how she and Pete ended up selling wine to support slavery survivors, with 100% of their profit going to that cause. And that's right, 100% of the profit. Uh, We talk about the wine, slavery, how they got their name, and what it is that Alana's learnt about making a difference throughout this journey. This is episode 26 of Down to Earth Conversations. Here's Alana Chapman. I'm here today with Elena from 27 Seconds Wine. Kia ora. Hello, how's it going? It is going well. So some of our listeners will have heard of you, some won't. So why don't you just start by introducing yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so kia ora. I'm Elena. Um, I'm married to Pete Chapman and we have three boys, Jonah, Micah and recently Caleb. Um, very yeah. recently, very it? recently, like 10, 10, 10 weeks ago, maybe 11 weeks ago. It's the third one, so you don't count quite as <laughs> yeah, much. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm a mum and, um, that's essentially my main job. Uh, but on the side, um, yeah, we have a wee business called 27 Seconds. So that also takes up some of my time too. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And that's that's a wine label. How did you get into the wine business? Yeah, well, I really married into the wine business. Um, if you had told me in high school that I would be, yeah, doing wine as a job, selling wine, yeah. I would have told you something has gone seriously wrong with my life. <laughs> yeah. Like... Really. <laughs> um, but yeah, I essentially married into it. So Pete's the vineyard manager of his family vineyard up in North Canterbury called Terrace Edge. Um, it's like a small organic vineyard. Um, yeah, he's been doing that for the last, well, since he he studied viticulture at Lincoln. And um, yeah, so I fell in love with him and got married. And um, that's kind of how... I'm in the world of wine. Cool. What did you think you wanted to do when you were at high school? 
Oh, well, business has always interested me. And I sort of, I actually thought that I'd be doing like business as development somewhere yep. overseas. Uh, that really interested me. Um, so, yeah, so I've always thought, oh, if I can mix business with um, helping people in some way and economic development and that sort of thing, I'd, yeah, that really inspired me. Yeah. So, helping people has been something that you've been passionate about for a long time? Yeah, yeah. What was it that kind of triggered that for you? Oh, what was it? Um, well, I actually, um, it sounds quite random, but I grew up in Bangladesh and my parents had a business there. Um, and so they had a business which was my dad's an engineer and my mum's a nurse. And they had a business which was, um, oh, what was it? Uh, servicing generators and importing hydraulic pipes. So, um, yeah, it was sort of this idea of like business is a really good way to, um, yeah, like help help mm. economy, give good jobs, give um, stability, but also doing business in a way which is really honourable as well. And mm. yeah, that was sort of so. That's they, fascinating because because often you think of places like Bangladesh and go, well, the way that you could help them is by giving money to. Non-profits yeah. or things that that it could send that money over there, but actually there are which is great. Yeah, you know yeah. that's a, definitely a way you can help. But there's also this business angle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. And I think um, yeah, I think there's definitely a pl a need for aid and a need for um, NGOs, but there's also thing of job creation and um, building up an economy and community and that mm. sort of thing so I guess I was quite inspired by my parents work yeah mm. so tell us about 27 seconds and what makes it not just a wine label yeah uh, so I guess the name itself is called 27 seconds and we got the name from uh, it's a UNICEF statistic where they estimate that 1.2 million children are sold into slavery every year and when you break those statistics down it's um, 27 seconds, one child every 27 seconds. So uh, the name kind of hints at something um, being a bit different about the wine label. Mm. We give all our profits to organisations working in the area of modern day slavery. So yeah, it's a, it's a wine with a purpose. Yeah. That's a horrendous statistic, isn't it? It is horrendous, isn't it? It's, yeah. It just, especially, I, I guess a lot of people would think, we kind of we dealt with the slavery thing. I know, yeah, but there's actually more people in slavery today than ever before, mm. and I think like the sad thing is, um, like back you know when we sort of like imagine like you know sort of slavery, sort of think of the boats crossing the Atlantic mm. and that sort of thing. But back in in those days, um, the average cost of a slave was approximately like forty thousand dollars in today's terms but today it's 90 us dollars like the price Whoa. of trading humans has gone down which says yeah the value's gone down it's so sad yeah it's horrendous is that just because there's more of them to sell is, yeah oh, I, don't know. I, I don't know i i'd say i'd say it's most yeah more commonplace i don't i would which is know. horrific yeah maybe itself. we don't yeah it's not yeah. we don't maybe it's not so valued, you don't, yeah. How did you get passionate about 
this particular cause? Because, I mean, there are so many areas yes. of goodness that you could be sewing into could be and in. you've gone, hey, this is our thing. This is our thing. Yeah. Um, well, there's most only two things. Um, we, we were visiting some friends um, who run the business Freeset. I'm not sure if you've heard yep. of it. Yeah, Freeset's wonderful. Um, so it's, it's a business over in Calcutta and they employ women from the red light district of Sonagachi. And my sister was actually dating their son. They're married now. Um, but we we're over in that part of the world. I thought we'll have Christmas with the Hiltons. And um, it was Christmas Eve and Kerry said to us, well, how about we just go for a walk to meet one of the people who you've made friends with and have char with her. And we're like, that sounds great. Not much else to do on a Christmas Eve in Calcutta. And so we we're making our way to this woman's house and she still lived in the red light district. And um, we, the way it works there is a woman lined the streets and the thousands of men pass through every night choosing from the line who they wish to purchase services from. And it's, it's, it's a really overwhelming, crazy, mm. um, yeah, I, I can't quite describe mm. how it was walking through there. But he took us, he said, oh, just take a shortcut through here. And there were, um, it was quieter and it was a darker alleyway and there were about like five or six girls standing in a row. And as we passed through, they just looked really different from a lot of the other women we had seen. And I said to Kerry, why do these girls look different? And he said, well, they've been sold and trafficked from Nepal and sold into prostitution. And I think I was just, I remember going back to where we were staying and just going, they were owned like they were actually mm. owned by other people and that's modern day slavery and yeah, I've actually passed I was, you know, a foot away from someone who was owned by someone. So I think that experience was was big. Um but I actually I also had a job um working for Hagar and Hagar work in Afghanistan, mm. Vietnam and Cambodia with um survivors of severe abuse and slavery so yeah it was sort of those two experiences mm. which most likely yeah made us really care about this issue and they're a key benefactor of, of what yeah. you guys are doing yeah so um uh, as you know like running a business takes a lot of work mm. especially um when you first started up so you want it to go to an organization where you feel like it's actually making a difference and having worked at Hagar um, and seeing this, like hearing about the stories and the impact and just knowing that they were sort of, they're sort of regarded as um, like best practice in mm. NGO care for trauma care and um, survivors. So that's why we chose Hagar. Mm. Yeah. And so how did you go from, hey, I'm passionate about these things to, Hey, let's make a wine label. Yeah, I know. What was that leap? I don't, I don't know. I still yeah. don't really know how that happens. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think we really thought out how this was all going to go down. And I'm not sure if we actually, th if we thought about it. I think I'd still do it, but <laughs> you, it's sort of like one foot first and then you look back and go, wow. Um, anyway, but what happened was it was a really amazing 
uh, crop harvest uh, where the Riesling was cropping really high and we had just I just had Jonah our oldest was six months old and I remember Pete coming home and saying hey Elena the Riesling is cropping really high why don't we make a fundraising wine and um, give the profits to Hagar I was like oh that's such a cool idea yes let's do that and then Riesling is it's not actually like I love Riesling but it's not a widely when you you know usually you have Sav and Pinot Noir but anyway I guess we really fell in love with this idea and then at that point it was still just a once-off fundraiser and then Pete was like well why don't we actually have a Pinot Noir as well because people drink red wine and it all helps that you know his parents own the vineyard so it's quite easy to (laughs) convince him so we got some Pinot Noir and then um then I think the next one we thought oh well why don't we see if we could actually um buy some of the Sav grapes from Terrace Edge because they don't make a Sav so we added Sav and then Rosé we're like we really need a Rosé because Rosé's a real popular drink right now so it sort of just snowballed into this thing we're like oh why don't we actually instead of like just doing this as a once-off why don't we make this into like a business and get ourselves set up and um how do we yeah like let's do this properly how are we going to sell it we need a website and it sort of just snowballed into where we are today yeah cool yeah i love that it was an idea that had great merit yes. and then it grew to something else yeah which it wouldn't have done had you not had that initial kind of desire to be doing good in the world yeah yeah completely and I think that was the thing that Pete and I have often been like oh we would love to do something that had impact and that you know would make a difference and I think actually two years prior to this kicking off I think we had told his parents like uh we might, you know, we we might not actually be in the vineyard for for too much longer. Like we we might go overseas and do like I don't know some type of horticulture business, or I'm not sure what yeah. it was, but we sort of had signaled. There was something brewing. We there. signaled that we wanted to, um, yeah, sort of like use our skills or use what we had to try and make an impact. So, yeah. I also really like the idea that you're doing this from the business that you're already part of yes you know it's not oh man I have to give up doing what I'm doing to be yeah. able to do something else yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, which is kind of what you were thinking maybe we do have to give that up to yeah, do something else completely. and then actually you've found a way to not have to give it up yeah but to just use it to do good yes um, and I think especially in the church there there quite often is this mentality of if I'm going to do something good I have to stop doing Oh, completely. This thing that I'm doing for a job or, yeah. you know, but there are ways to, to use those things yes. to do good. Yeah. Uh, did yeah. you have anyone go, man, what are you guys doing? Or was everyone just like, man, great idea? Uh, we've definitely had some negative, th- like negative comments or like people being like, what are you, you know, they don't like it or, yeah, um, yeah th- but most of all people have been yeah. really like, Oh, that's awesome. I think, I do think it is quite random, this sort of like connection between wine and, yeah, you know, slavery. slavery yeah. And, Some people yeah. probably would like to drink their wine and not thinking about that, would they? Yeah, I uh, think so. I, I definitely, you know, for some people, it makes them feel quite uncomfortable. Yeah. And part of me, 
I can understand why it makes them feel quite uncomfortable. Um, part of me kind of likes that yeah. as well because it is an issue. But then at the same time, I think you can't worry about everything. So I do understand. And who's more important, the, the people that are feeling uncomfortable or the people that are in slavery that yeah, yeah. your funds and, are going to help? And I, I think what I've always hoped with our wine is that it's a very positive thing of you can make a difference. Yeah. Like, hey, if you're going to buy a bottle of wine, this one's just as good as that one sitting by its shelf. It's the same sort of price point. Why not choose this one, which makes a difference? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm imagining that there's more to this than just you and Pete to keep it going. Yeah. You know, that, that actually you've had support around it. Yeah. What what sort of ways have others contributed to this idea or bought oh, into it? To... It's been amazing, honestly. Uh yeah, it's been incredible, really. Right from the start, um, we've had other businesses help us. So, um, like Greystone, where we get our wine made, they decided to do it for us at a discount. And then the bottles were given to us for free. The bottle caps were given for free. I think the boxes were half priced. The labels were discounted. So there's been, like, lots of help in in the actual product and this is um, all because they yeah like the idea because they like the idea and they want to use what they've got um cool to to have our um we machine harvest some of our fruit most of it's hand-picked but um some varieties are machine picked and the machine harvester guys like every year he's like oh what one's 27 seconds i want to do this for free so you know that's been really cool, cool. um we've had um yeah, people really help us out with wise advice um, and, you know, some of our directors, the independent directors, like, give their time for free. Um, oh, we've just, it's been countless the amount mm. of people who have helped out. Just last week we had um, Go Media offer us, like, um, all this digital billboard advertising for free for the rest of the year, which is just incredible so yeah, yeah it's like heaps. oh it's worth so much yeah. so yeah it's it's so cool that's yeah. awesome yeah. do you find that that's really um i don't even know what the word is is it really exciting to see that this good idea that you guys had and just your heart for wanting to do good has actually bled out into so many others going yeah i want to do good too i want to help with that is that encouraging? Oh, hugely so. Hugely so. And real hum humbling as well. Yeah. That um, I love it. It gets me really excited. Yeah. yeah. I love that idea that like you do something good and it ripples out and someone else goes, oh, I can do that too. You yeah. Know, or I can contribute. Or yes. Yes. Maybe I can't contribute to you, but I, I've got this idea that I can yeah. do over here. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I guess is why I started the podcast, to yes, be honest. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just for the listeners, that one of the, the final, uh, I guess, motivations for me to start was actually being at the, the Justice Conference with you a couple of years ago and hearing you and a couple of others yeah. talking about your businesses. And, yeah. And, um, and I'd done a poem that night, but I, um, I really benefited from hearing that business panel and going, yeah, you can make a difference. And um, so yeah, when Bex and I started our business last year, we thought, no, we, we want to structure it in a way that does that too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, even that, you know, you yes. were influential even a couple of years ago and, uh, um, 
Oh, Actually, funny story from there. I remember um, that I told someone I was going, and there was yeah. these people on the panel, and someone said, "Oh, yeah, I saw them on Country Calendar. Did oh. you see them?" And, and I went, "Who watches Country Calendar?" And then I found out that like A half of New Zealand of watch Country Calendar. Watch Country Calendar. Uh, it was amazing. So, um, I yeah, I took that as a slap down. <laughs> I thought it was just something my grandparents watched. No, but no. no Country Calendar is alive and well yeah. with, yeah. Very it's, cool. I think it's, it's a little bit like RNZ. Like, yeah. a lot of people love RNZ, but you sort of, yeah. You don't know that they do until yeah. suddenly you have that kind like, of conversation. Oh, I heard this on RNZ. Oh, yeah. me too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Country Calendar even more so. I think, like, a lot of people sort of grow up watching it, have, you know, be made to watch it, and then you sort of, like, return to it. Yeah. Later on. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you didn't know. No, well, I mean, I, I pretty much only ever saw it when I went to my <laughs> grandparents' house, and so I thought it was just something for old people, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, my brother and his wife watch it, and, and <laughs> it's just like, oh, wow. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, it's been cool that you've been picked up, because of the heart of it again, you've been picked up, you know, in stuff... Um, mm. on Country Calendar, these different organisations that are going, actually, there's something to this story that is unique and interesting... Um, and so has that been, how, how's that been for you kind of having to do this more media side of things as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. I never would have thought about, um, as, as a side of the business, I didn't, uh, you know, you would never imagine being part of. Um, and country, like country calendar is funny because that was huge for us, but they actually, they were going to only do Terrace Edge and then they found out about 27 seconds right. so we sort of added in that in there. Um, yeah, it's, it is it is funny because sometimes, I mean, not that it happens often, but I'm in the supermarket and you see a magazine. It's like, oh, I'll just flick to that article about us. And I just still, I find it crazy and yep. a bit embarrassing really, um, that side of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that comes back from the fact that you didn't start this to become famous for making wine, did you? No, you know, this is, not at this all. This is about the people that you're helping. Yeah, not at yeah. all. Yeah. I do, I do, I quite, like I don't, I, I don't mind, um, I quite enjoy speaking to people about, but mm. I, I feel like, um, yeah, like off, like at the end of this month, um, We've been asked to give a wine tasting and share our story to 80 accountants. And, um, like, it's just what a cool opportunity. Yeah. Like, I think uh, previously having worked in Hagar, you would never get invited to talk to um, accountants about um, the work of Hagar. But because wine's attached to it and you give out wine tastings yeah. and then, yeah, it's... Um, it's this bizarre thing, yeah. but it sort of opens all these doors into um, the corporate world. That's which, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because of the way you've done it, it's not just asking people for money. It's you've created a business model mm. where actually that's become attractive to people that, that previously wouldn't have been part of your audience. Yeah, That's yeah. really cool. Um, I know early on you, you spent some time based at, Pathway Charitable Group's yes. um, social enterprise yep. hub. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I used to work for Pathway. Oh, no Back in the way. day, I, I worked oh, for cool. the employment wing Oak Tree. Oh, did you? Um, awesome. And 
And some of my listeners will know that actually our first ever episode was interviewing Kerry Ewing, who was part of Pathway oh, at that cool. stage. Oh, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and a really good man. So yep. um, what was it like to be part of this social enterprise hub that, you know, was focused on people like yourselves who wanted to do good with stuff and be around like-minded people? Yeah. What was that like for you? Uh, it was w- wonderful. I couldn't believe that they were actually offering it to us. Like when um, I needed to do some printing and I went to them saying, oh, um, you know, I need to print off a hundred or so sheets. How do I, how do I go about paying for this? And they're like, no, no, it's on the house. I'm like, what? What? Like, I think for a startup where you're, um, you know, every dollar really counts. Yeah. Um, it was an incredible gift. Um, yeah. And yeah, just that someone would, others would want to support you like that was, was wonderful. Mm. Yeah. I guess there'd be some, some good business minds to tap into there as well. Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely, I couldn't, um, because of, we really timed starting this business at the wrong time because, you know, (laughs) we've had three kids since. (laughs) So, um, I could only go once a, once a week, but it was wonderful the day that I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And they offered, um, they actually, um, our independent director uh, was a connection from Pathways. So, and also their accountant was a person who told us that we could be set up as a charitable company, which previous to that we didn't know. So, yeah, right. yeah it was wonderful what they, what they Yeah, gave that's us. really cool. Um, what advice would you give to people who are, have this kind of dream of doing something that's going to do good in the world and have this kind of businessy kind of thing have you got any advice for how they might get started or what steps you could take or yeah did it just is it just like see what happens (laughs) yeah I I don't it's hard it's it's difficult because for so long I had been wanting to make a difference and wanting to like what can I do to make a difference and um and in a way, I know this sounds sort of counterintuitive, but making a difference became like an idol for me. Like mm. that was my, you know, if I didn't make a difference, then I wasn't worth, you know, I wasn't worth anything. I think yeah. God graciously actually told me, it's not about how much you can do for me. I love you anyway. And I think coming to that understanding of, it's not about what we do that makes us loved. Like, just because I'm doing this doesn't mm. mean that God loves me more. Um, has meant that I've been able to come into this and not have, not be so desperate that it has to work. And um, I don't feel like my ego rides on this. Whereas if I had done this in my early 20s, I think it would be, yeah, it would be different. So, um yeah, that sounds, that's maybe not great advice, but no, that's I actually, think that, I think that's that really advice. is my, is that it's, and then just, yeah, always be open to looking at, like, yeah, God led us into this, there's no, like, we, it's the most random thing ever, so, um, and I would have never guessed wine, I mm. really wouldn't have, um, so I guess always being open to, um, to what God might lead you to do 
but also knowing that um, not everybody can do a business like this. Um, you know, some people just don't have the business skills, even though their heart might be there, yeah. or they just, you know, but each of us can make a difference, but that's not what our worth mm. is based upon. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. And I think you're right that it's not about, hey, everyone go out and form a business that does this. Yeah. Because actually we need people on the ground doing the social work and we need, you know, people at every level of Completely. everything. Um, Completely. You know, the, part of the, the thing for um, starting our business was that actually I'm not someone who would survive in a social work type environment. Yes. It would drain me too much. Yes. But if I can provide some funding for the people that are good at that. Yeah. Then great. You know, and so I can still be part of that chain and still be part of helping people. Completely. Um, and yet I still need those people who are yes. really good at that to go and do that. Yeah. And not think they have to have a business as well. And, yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it, that's what I love about hearing your story is it, it really is a story of, well, this is what was presented to us. Yeah. With, with the skills that we had, with the opportunities that we had, the connections that we had, and then this good idea grew into something else. And, yes. And... Um, yeah, I, I think that's really fantastic. Um, what next for 27 seconds? Oh, what next? Um, well, we've just sent some wine over to Australia to a potential importer. So that that's really exciting. I, I think for us, like we're in year three. Um, we've just had our, our, third, our third child. We've just employed someone. Yeah, I sort of feel like we're we're really starting to grow more and get our stockists like more up and down the country. So really getting New Zealand going well. I feel like we haven't even broken into Auckland or Wellington properly yet. So um, that's Wellington is our focus for the next 18 months and then we'll see from there. Um, but really the long-term goal is pretty simple was just sell as much wine as possible so we can yeah. give away as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. How can people get behind what you're doing and uh, support you? Oh, thank you. Um, well, if you enjoy drinking wine, then, um, our wine tastes good and does a lot of good. Um, we really, that, that's one thing that we focused on right from the start is, I think sometimes people have these connotations of a fundraiser or like social enterprises that perhaps the quality of the product's second rate. So yep. for us, we wanted to make sure that it was really good wine. Um, so yeah, if you drink wine, choose our wine. Uh, it makes a difference. Um, and if you don't drink wine, give it away as gifts. Uh, if you work in a business, corporate gifts or, um, yeah, think yeah. of us. <laughs> I've actually seen some of your social media. You've posted some, some cool pictures of where it's been part of a corporate gift pack or yeah, something yeah. like that. And it looks great oh, as, as part, of, part of a pack like that. Thanks. Um, and actually, uh, there's been some cool stories that you posted on your social media as well about... Um, people who like your wine who have demanded that their local supermarket I stop know. it. Well, this is, is the most incredible thing. Like... So we have three kids under five. We've started this business. We, we, I don't know how many stockists we're in now. It's over 30, maybe even more. But every single one, apart from one supermarket, we've only approached one supermarket ourselves. All the others have been 
them coming to us and it's either customers have asked them can you please stock our wine or they've heard about us which is crazy it is it's just nuts like inc incredible yeah, yeah. So. you think how many startups would like that sort of exposure without the marketing costs of that <laughs> i know i know i feel that's incredible it, it is amazing yeah so yeah and of course um people can find you on social media yes and follow you on there yeah i'll put up the, the, the links to your website and your social media pages yeah, on, our, on the show yeah. notes and uh, yeah oh, i personally i'm not a, a wine person yeah but i did buy some for bex last week and oh, she really wonderful. loved it and oh, i even tried you. some um, <laughs> and i didn't hate it so no. oh, well, i'm glad <laughs> no. to hear that <laughs> no it's actually um yeah no it was nice oh um, thank you as someone who doesn't really drink wine yeah it, it um there you go. There's a compliment yeah, from a non-wine drinker. From a non-wine drinker, yeah. Um, but no, you. she really loved it. Oh, so, good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can attest to the fact that it is actually good wine. Oh, thanks. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you for sharing your heart for people and your, your journey with us. And thank you for what you're doing to bring a bit of heaven down to earth. Oh, thank you for having us. It's an honour. Hello. Hello heaven Will I hear you whisper to come near As you heard at the end there, I'm not really a wine fan uh, but hearing about what Alana and Pete are doing with 27 Seconds is nearly enough to convert me But seriously, what cool people and what a great initiative it's so great to see people's resources and passions colliding, to see change happening from following that voice inside that prompts you to do things differently, to do things extravagantly, generously. And I love that Elena and Pete were planning on leaving the vineyard to find their way to make a difference, but haven't had to. And it makes you wonder what possibilities there are right where you are already. As someone who also has three kids, how the heck they've done this while having three kids, I'll never know. Uh, but it was such a pleasure to have Elena on the podcast. Last episode I concluded with a blessing for Andrew, and it was well received, and so I've decided to do it again, and, I don't know, maybe it will become a regular thing. So here is a blessing for Elena and Pete. May your grape harvests be plentiful, the size of the harvest replicating the size of your hearts. May you continue to know immense generosity from those in the industry as your immense generosity overflows and impacts others. May your wine be known for its beautiful taste and for its beautiful soul, each sip bringing with it the joy of making a difference in the world, the joy of freedom. May supermarkets and liquor stores be overrun with requests for your wine. May your own children be a reminder to you of the countless children you are helping to save to set free, to restore, to love. And regardless of whether anything else I've said happens or not, regardless of real or perceived success or failure, may you continue to know that that does not determine your worth, that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved. Thanks to Strawn for the music for the episode, and thanks to Rangi Tofifia Pohatu for the ending karakia and Aroha Mai for um, having not acknowledged Rangi before because uh, I really appreciate the karakia uh, closing off the podcast each week. 
Thanks to you all for listening. Uh, Join me next time for a very special episode. It comes out the day after Mother's Day here in New Zealand, so I'm going to be chatting with my mum and dad. We'll be talking about disability support, budget advice, delivering food parcels, walking with people in their struggles, and hopefully there aren't too many embarrassing stories about me. Until then, me inoi tātou. E tō mātou matua i te rangi Kia tapu tō ingoa Kia tau mai tō rangatira tanga Kia mea te tau e pai ai ki runga ki te whenua Kia rite anō ki tō te rangi Humai kia mātou ai nei E taroma mātou mō tēnei rā Muro mātou hara Me mātou hoki e muru nei I o te hunga E hara ana kia mātou Aua hoki mātou e kawea Kia whakawaia E ngari whakorangia mātou I te kino Amen